Don't let being tired or distracted get you to settle for good enough when God has great just ahead. So the question is this, how do dreamers, thought leaders, paradigm shifters change the world? They have to ask themselves this one question, am I willing to chase my dreams? If you want to know how to push the boundaries of your influence, impact the world, and live out your God-given dreams, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Passion and Prestige podcast. I am your host, world changer, dream chaser, and all-around nice guy, Teron Nolan. Today, I have a really great episode for you. And this episode is something that can help all of us because this episode is about the danger of settling. So, let's talk about it. They just want to knock you off the top, but I ain't going to drop till I say so, till I say so, because I say so. I once heard a story about a wife who had fallen into a coma. The wife's husband would stay by her side, refusing to leave his bride. Day and night, he would sit by his wife's hospital bed, seeing no change in her frail body. Days turned to weeks, and weeks turned into months. The seasons changed, and with every fallen leaf from the trees outside her hospital room window, the man grew more and more tired and hopeless. The husband could no longer take it. He was tired of watching his wife deteriorate right before his eyes. He had lost all hope and became too exhausted to wait by his wife's side one more day. The husband tragically took his own life only to have his wife wake up from her coma a week later. Could you imagine how painful that would be? This is a painful story, but one that illustrates the devastating truth of settling, of giving up too soon. Now, let's be honest. Most people don't start something with the intention of giving up. Then why do so many people end up in that same dark, lonely place? In my life, there have constantly been two traps that I have to be aware of at all times. Two tricks of the enemy that can entice me to quit more than anything else. I call them the double trouble twins. Being tired and being distracted. I am at my worst when I'm tired. My wife says that I become a walking dead zombie kind of monster when I'm tired. I hate the feeling of being tired. My thoughts and speech slow way down. I get this crazy glazed over look, my glasses slip to the tip of my nose, and my award-winning smile transforms into a scowl. Once again, (laughs) my lovely wife says I look like an evil blobfish when I'm tired. (laughs) When I'm tired... I can make every single Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees run for cover. I become the nightmare on every Elm Street. Being tired is no bueno for me. That's not even the worst part, though. What's worse about me being tired is that I am quick to settle. 
I remember a couple of years back, me and five of my friends decided to take a spontaneous camping trip to California's Red Rock Canyon. Now, for those of you who are not from California or have never heard of Red Rock Canyon, imagine Mars. No, like, really, really, imagine Mars right now. Whatever image of Mars you have, Red Rock is pretty much close to that. Desert cliffs surrounded by spectacular rock formations, the color of brilliant oranges and burnt reds. In order to get to Red Rock, we had to drive four long hours. A four-hour car ride is usually no big deal. But after working eight hours in a classroom with 30 crazy sixth graders, sitting in a car for four more hours felt like 40 more years. We finally made it to Red Rock, despite traffic and detours and a loaded gun that needed to be disarmed. But that's for a whole nother story. We're, we're not going to get into that right now. One subway stop and countless bathroom breaks. It was a miracle we found our campsite. Because by the time we pulled into the state park, the heavens had closed up shop and darkness took over. Now, when you're out in Red Rock in the middle of a desert, you can't see anything if the moon is not out. Wandering blind through this alien terrain could get you killed. I had never been so happy to see a pile of dirt and a park bench before in my life. Because of our late start and adventures on the road, I was exhausted. I was not just a tired blobfish but I was also a freezing and frustrated blobfish. Now, dear listener, can I give you some important advice that may save your life one day? In sixth grade, we learned all about earth science. For those of you who didn't pay attention during science class, listen up. Although the desert is called a desert and usually associated with heat, at night, the desert turns into a freaking icebox. It is reported that most people die in the desert not from the extreme heat, but rather from the extreme cold. I didn't realize this important detail. So instead of packing the proper gear suitable for the cold weather, I convincingly left those crucial materials at home, 190 miles away. Now, remember when I said we settled because of the double trouble twins? Being tired and being distracted. Yep. That night, they both got me. There I was, in the middle of the Mojave Desert, 2,600 feet in elevation in the middle of March, laying on top of a park bench, too tired to build my tent and be perfectly protected from the environment. I had settled for a park bench over a plush tent. About two in the morning, I was jolted awake by the sound of the wind racing through the canyon. It swooshed and bounced off the red rocks and fell right on top of me. I had never felt wind that cold before in my life. It penetrated and consumed every bone in my body. Now, I could have gotten up. I could have rolled off the park bench and crawled into one of my friend's tents, but the other double trouble twin was enticing me to stay. I quickly became distracted by the ocean of stars in the night sky. 
I mean billions and billions and billions of crystal clear diamonds were hanging over my head, my freezing head. Shooting stars were zipping and bouncing around. I could see satellites 12,000 miles away in outer space floating by. Not only was I cold, but now I was distracted. In the morning, my fingers and toes ached as blood was desperately trying to wake them up. I had never felt that much pain and that much joy all at the same time. I was just happy to be alive, y'all. Being tired and distracted and choosing to settle luckily only cost me a freezing cold and uncomfortable night. But the consequences of settling are usually far, far worse. And its effects can last a lifetime. There is a heartbreaking story in the Bible that illustrates the danger of settling. The children of Israel, a broken nation, weak in might and influence, freshly freed from the slavery under the Egyptians' harsh rule, were wandering the desert for 40 years. God had promised to give them their own land. This meant that they would now have a home, a place to belong, but more importantly, it confirmed that God had not left them. God doesn't forget about you, y'all. I don't know if you know that, but he will never forget about you. The promised land was going to be divided among each tribe, 12 families, 12 pieces of prime real estate. But two tribes, Reuben and Gad, went to Moses, who was the leader, and said, I know we're supposed to cross the Jordan River, you know, and enter into the land God promised, but we have been traveling so long and gathered a large number of livestock, a.k.a. stuff. We will not inherit the promised land with everyone else. We will just settle here. Now let's take a short quiz. Where were they supposed to go? The promised land. Where did God say their inheritance was? The promised land. Where did Reuben and Gad settle? <laughs> Not in the promised land. These two tribes were so close to the promise God had for them, but because of being tired from 40 years of wandering and distracted by the large herds, money, security, comfort, stuff, they settled a stone's throw away from the promised land. Do you get it? That's the danger of the double trouble twins, of being tired and being distracted, is it entices us to settle. Don't settle a stone's throw away from what God has for you. Don't let being tired or distracted get you to settle for good enough when God has great just ahead. Too many times we would rather have, ah, this is okay. This is good enough. This'll do. But God has so much more for us if we just press on and don't settle. We can't get enticed by being tired, by the fatigue we feel. We can't get enticed by all the distractions, 
the stuff that we acquire. If God wants you there, then God will take you there, but you better not settle. That's it. Now, I'm gonna end this episode the way I end every single episode with these powerful, powerful words. And these words are even more powerful when we think about what is at stake if we settle. Chase your dreams until the dreams you chase become reality. Go change the world and you better not settle for good enough because God has a great for you. So now that you're part of the Passion and Prestige tribe, I want to know what you think. I love hearing from my listeners. So if you wouldn't mind taking a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and tag us at Passion and Prestige on Instagram. And don't forget to go into your podcast app, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review and a five-star rating. This helps us reach way more people. Passion and Prestige tribe, thank you so much. I will see you next week. And remember, chase your dreams until the dreams you chased become reality. Go change the world. They just want to knock you off the top. But I ain't going to drop till I say so. Till I say so. Because I say.